0: This week, who's more foolish? The fool, or the fool who follows him, or the fools who watch Star Wars Episode 4 A New Hope? This is Body Counts and Beer. And welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I am John Solo Rooney. Still with the names? Still? I've, I've with committed. The, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised. I don't know why I'm yeah. still angry, but I am. and I can't help myself. Uh,
1: <laughs> Anger is related to quality, John.
0: <laughs> and this week we are discussing the 1977 classic Star Wars episode 4 A New Hope that's right we are continuing with our ongoing live coverage of the Star Wars (laughs) saga Uh, this just in Death Star has been attacked by rebel forces more on
2: the story as it develops
0: Thank you, Steve! I'm standing here outside the Death Star in the vacuum of space, and it doesn't look good for the Rebels. Turbo lasers are going off left here. Uh, I'm going to turn it over now to Jake with Sports.
2: You let us all down, <laughs> Oh, crap. Was that my We like had you? a great run going. Uh, guys, burn the podcast. <laughs> let it be one with Rob. <laughs>
0: Just so, like the Jawas, <laughs> we'll get there. So, Star Wars: A New Hope, or uh, just Star Wars? We can call it. begins... Hey, uh, if hey, you if you a haven't. Hope. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, shut up. You've seen it. <laughs> and it begins, like all movies do, with yellow text floating through space. There's yes. a lot of reading in this movie. Yes.
1: So much text. <laughs> Going at an angle at which I can read it best. <laughs> That's true. Uh, at least they turned off the anti-aliasing
0: filter, so it doesn't turn
2: into pixel shards. Yeah,
0: right.
2: <laughs> I
1: appreciated that.
0: I just love the idea that like, like the opening crawl, but the, it moves at a good clip. It is not a crawl. I would say it is a brisk walk. Yeah, yeah. An opening jog, if you will. Uh, yeah. And they
2: bold capitalize all the important words you
0: need. <laughs> And basically, what we are told is that uh, the Galactic Empire is running things now. You know, because you've just watched the first three prequels with us. You I so hope did. that's you true, totally audience did. of 1977. You just watched all three
1: prequels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with us in this podcast, some odd 50 years later.
2: <laughs>
1: 40, 40. 40.
2: <laughs> no, no, the 40th anniversary of Star Wars is coming up this year. Yeah, it's practically 2017.
1: <laughs>
0: 900 wow, so years ago! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we basically open on the Tantive Four, a Carillion Corvette-style ship, soaring through space, laser bolts blasting out behind it, and it is being pursued by a giant capital ship, the Star Destroyer. And I think this is actually a really cool kind of moment of synchronicity, that
2: the last ship we saw in Revenge of the Sith was the Tavern Four. And the last planet we saw was Tatooine, which are the first ship and the first planet we see in episode four. A fact only interesting to all the John Roonies in the audience. Yes. <laughs>
0: So if there's any other John Rooneys out there, please email us at beer at gmail.com. Meet us under the large anvil in the middle of Millennium Park. <laughs> You'll get a surprise. Uh, also, I'm going to get... Was uh, that, wait, was that your, like, destroy all the other versions of you? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like really? Jet Lee's the one. Right.
2: right. I, I got c- all the power of the John Rooneys. Yeah. For a while, I was Jackie Chan's armor of God. But... Uh, <laughs> Wasn't really working out too well for me. So you decided I tried to, to Operation
1: Condor for a while, but that was no good. You, too, too many ladder fights. So now you're only to dropping anvils on people.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I'm kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit of serial killers.
0: <laughs> he went to the Wild E. Coyote School of Killing. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: Uh, yeah. He is a super genius,
2: so he's very qualified to teach.
0: <laughs> there's no other accreditation necessary so the uh the uh the rebels the rebels ship uh is nah you should
1: call them rebels <laughs> the rebels ship ooh L- nice peter cushing ooh, oh, yeah, thank you
0: quality. uh is taken over by the giant imperial star destroyer and i can only imagine what this scene was like in the theaters in 1977 to see this ship slowly fill the frame uh up until this point, nothing had really been like this. Yeah, the closest was uh, 2001,
2: and kind of yeah. Planet of the Apes were sort of the more successful science fiction movies. Uh, but certainly, nothing done on this scale with this level of uh, technical excellence.
0: Yeah, and things moving at like speed, and uh, with with uh, weight, and uh, there was like tension behind it a little sure. bit, a little bit just next level shit. And there was a lot less fucking Kubrick wankery. Yeah. 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 Well, they did most of this movie in one take, as opposed to eight million takes.
2: (laughs) Oh, poor Shelley Duvall. Yeah, I was about to say... (laughs) She needs a blanket and a hot
3: cocoa.
0: (laughs) I I was about to say, like, if Stanley Kubrick directed Star Wars, like, Mark Hamill would just be, like, a broken shell of a man. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) And not the Joker like he is now. Yeah,
0: exactly. Or the trickster. It depends on what you want. <laughs> uh, and so uh, we meet our first two heroes of the film, R2-D2 and C-3PO. You know them. They're those droids from those movies we all watched together. Yeah, you know C-3PO,
2: the Jar Jar Banks of the original trilogy. Oh. Z!
0: Guns blazing
2: folks Except without the really unsettling ethnic part Ah no just like a ringing endorsement Of a slave master relationship (laughs) Yeah he does do that a bunch
1: But he does it with an English accent It's like Downton Abbey So it's so cute he likes being in the servant
2: class (laughs) That's true the gentry are truly Our (laughs) betters Protocol
0: And etiquette So uh we're just saying words we know. <laughs> Bloomers. <laughs> uh so uh C3PO uh whines and complains a lot about the ship being under attack. R2D2's got his own thing going on. He's got a Sir, mission of his C-3PO own.
2: C3PO does seem to take personal offense to the ship being attacked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How dare you. Well, I never. This is highly irregular. He's really bummed out about it. Yeah. He's very fussy. Uh, And so they are kind of on their own thing, and uh, they are taken in by a tractor beam. The door explodes to the ship, and stormtroopers pour out, and there's this big little gunfight. It's pretty awesome. And then once all the rebels are either murdered or fleed, in enters Darth Vader. Bum bum
1: bum <laughs> Uh not the music cue. Yeah no that isn't actually right. That was a pretty bad imperial
0: movie. What about part. this? Uh bum bump bump
1: bum no dude it was Bum 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 uh, no, dude, nah, was...
0: bum, bum Bum ba-dum. Bum, bum, ba-dum. bum, bum ba-dum. Oh that's right Rising up on the of four <laughs> I got my mask I got my helmet <gasps> I got my red lightsaber ready to stab people, but I'm gonna choke them with my mind instead. It's the breath of the Vader. It's the force of the fight. Wow. It's it's, uh, footsteps, footsteps, door open, door close, car drive away.
1: You know, the nice part about that, though, is somehow I feel like the people who wrote that song will not suffer the disgrace of accusing us of having stolen it.
0: Yeah, come at me, survivor. Yeah. Send all your royalty checks to Body Counts and Beers. <laughs> at Gmail.com. Uh, or you can just make copies of them and tw- tweet them at me, at bodycountcast. Um, so, Darth Vader enters... He chokes a dude trying to get information about these stolen Death Star plans. The whoa, Death Star. whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 hold up. How did the Rebels even
0: get these
2: Death Star plans? Did
0: they tell us that in the scroll? I don't know if they did. No, they didn't, and I, I would only have to assume the only way we could find out is through a two-hour movie experience. Oh, really? Not a
1: post on Wikipedia? <laughs> I mean, that's a very, very great resource.
0: <laughs> I use it to cite for all of my high school papers. Yeah, <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, obviously the movie Rogue One will be coming out uh, as of this recording uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, but when <laughs> this comes out uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, We really uh, did not
1: plan this very well. <laughs> a very timely timely show. That's true.
2: Yes, yeah. So by the time we're done with episode 7, Rogue One should be hitting Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Some sweet fucking Garth Edwards commentary. <laughs> I'm sorry for Godzilla. Does this make up for it? Maybe. We haven't seen it yet, you idiot. <laughs> he records all of his commentary, <laughs> right? With a live audience of people yelling at him.
2: They're encouraged to heckle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got a beer. I've got a contract with Lucasfilm. God's got a plan. Moving on. <laughs>
1: Whoa.
0: All right. Man, I hope he actually said that. Because <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so Darth Vader chokes a dude trying to get information about the stolen Death Star plans. No. Chokes him with his
1: hands
0: Yeah, Yeah, sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty,
1: dude Well, he is wearing gloves Well, he does wear gloves That's true, and it is a robot arm Yeah, Yeah, he just lifts them
0: straight off the ground a good two feet And it really shows off the imposing nature of Darth Vader That he's like seven feet tall And just a beefcake of evil epic proportions Meanwhile, Princess Leia Played by the uh, wonderful writer and uh, actress Carrie Fisher,
1: I believe, as everyone says, her name is Princess Leia. Uh,
0: well, her mother, when she named her, called her Leia. Well, so I suck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and anyway, so Princess Leia, Leia, whoever, <laughs> Carrie Fisher uh, records a little message on R two D two, and then C three PO is just standing there like, who is this lady? <laughs> you know. His boss, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, like, here's the thing I could not recognize
2: the CEO of the company I work for. (laughs)
3: It's
2: true. 3PO is very low level. (laughs) He's an entry level droid, obviously. (laughs)
3: All
2: right, uh, all other droids accompany Princess Leia on this very important mission. Uh, 3PO, hold on to this bucket of sand. Make sure it doesn't touch the ground. You're doing great. (laughs) You're doing great.
0: So the droids uh, escape into an escape pod, and they land on the desert planet of a Tatooine, uh, which we know is the home of Anakin Skywalker and Crazy Watto in his jaunty metal hat. Uh, <laughs> but more importantly, this is the home and where of the baby Luke Skywalker was deposited with the Lars clan. Deposited. Deposited. Can I get a receipt with this deposit, please? Yeah. I
2: need to make sure that my accounts balance right. out. No, you got to write them babies off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Obi Wan filled up the little slip. Yeah. Um, yeah, put the babies in an envelope. Put them in the <laughs> night box.
2: Uh, Lord Vader, there seems to be someone claiming a Luke Skywalker on their taxes in Tatooine. Do you want to uh, look into that at all? No, no, <laughs> no don't care. <laughs> That what? sounds like a job for accounting. <laughs> that planet <laughs> I'm, execu- <laughs> I'm the executive
1: branch. <laughs> that planet is lousy with skywalkers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for
0: all we know, it could be like Smith. We do Yeah, know. no, it could be yeah. with Skywalkers. They're the Joneses of the Galaxy. Uh, and so R2 d 2 and C3PO split up. Because they can't agree on which direction to go in the wide expanse of the Tatooine Desert. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh,
1: Tunisia's a wonderful place.
0: See, Strepio goes off in one direction and winds his way through the setting of the suns. And then flags down a passing transport. R two D two goes the other way and just sings a little song until he is shot by tiny little rat monsters. The Jawas. The Jawas. Oh, they're so good. I I I
2: love this in the prequels. I love this even more in the original trilogy. Anytime George Lucas inflicts unnecessary violence against (laughs) droids. Yeah. Because R two D two is shot with an ion pulse cannon, which fries all of his electronics, and he fuds down directly on his face (laughs) into the jagged rocks of Death Valley. I mean,
0: never mind that but like Anthony Daniels, C-3PO spends most of the movie just slapping or kicking (laughs) R2-D2 around. That
2: is because he did not get along with Kenny Baker, the performer who was inside of the costume of R2-D2 because apparently they did,
0: they uh, no Yep, they just did not like each other. They just did not like each other one bit. Good stuff. Great explanation. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, Audience, if you notice a distinct lack of me in this podcast, it is A, because I'm starting to get sick, and B, probably because my detours are no longer welcome and have been edited out of large portions (laughs) of (laughs) this recording. This recording will probably,
0: this podcast will probably be 25 minutes long. (laughs) Hi, welcome to Body Counts of Beer. We're continuing our live coverage, now sports, silence, and <laughs> credits. So that was Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Bullet points! <laughs> uh, so, R2-D2 is captured by the Jawas. Uh, one of them says, uh, One of them is goddamn huge. He's <laughs> like eight feet tall. He's the shack of the Jawas. <laughs> I never
2: noticed it, but every every Jawa is performed by a little person performer. Or a child. Or a child. Probably a little person performer because of child labor laws. Although it is Tunisia, so who knows?
0: And George Lucas does not like the unions.
2: True. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't like the guilds. He's fine well, with the unions. Well, sure. Um, but yeah, except there's one Jawa who's Normal size. Yeah. So for the Jawas, he is a goddamn monster.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> no, man, he just plays center in <laughs> the Jawa Rec League basketball, <laughs> right? Right. Well, fucking Jabba's got a rancor on his team. Yeah. That's bullshit. Exactly. Down at the Masai Sly YMCA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO are reunited on the Jawa Sandcrawler. This is their transport. And
2: C-3PO could not be more elated to see R2-D2 for about five seconds, and then he's complaining about him again.
0: (laughs) Uh, There is a very
2: love-hate relationship between these two. Mostly hate. Yes. Mostly from C-3PO. Although we don't know what R2-D2 is saying. We just get responses and context clues. So he could be a real fucking piece of shit. He
0: could be or, a real sarcastic asshole. Or he could just be the greatest guy ever. You don't know. He could be really sincere.
1: <laughs> yeah, he
2: could be extremely honest uh, and kind. I don't know, dude. He does call C-3PO a mindless philosopher at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very specific dig that he had
1: clearly been saving up for a while.
3: Though, that also suggests
1: that perhaps he's a thinking man, and maybe tries to tries to contain it most of the time. You're right, and
2: we only get C-3PO's perspective on it, because uh, R2's all bloops and bleeps. Yeah. So for all we know, R2 could be saying, no, that's not what I said. I said, please come with me, fellow companion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. do d 2 I do not sit down to pee That's not what I said <laughs> I said, please come with me, we're in grave danger And I value you as a friend and companion Yeah r do d 2 I can't believe you would say such awful <laughs> things
0: My mother was a saint <laughs> What? His mother was a saint? Are droids? G- oh my gosh, do droids give live birth? Yeah, the fucking robot vaginas, dude <laughs> Oh, well, that that explains batteries not included. That explains that whole movie now. Uh, all right, so the Jawas, uh, they're basically like uh, desert-dwelling junk traders. They got this big old, like, tank of just parts and other droids. And they pull up to the Lars Moisture Farm, and they're going to peddle their wares. Which is incredibly inefficient. You want to set
2: up your farmer's market in, like, a public square or on the edge of town. Not one guy's farm <laughs> You drive your... Because what if that one guy (laughs) doesn't want to buy any of your droids? You drive
0: your giant
1: tank to the next guy's farm. (laughs) Duh.
0: So much fuel wasted. Uh, And so Owen Lars uh, looks at a couple droids dismissively. Uh, he picks a little red astromech droid, and then he walks up to our C-3PO, and he says, oh, you, I suppose you're programmed for a protocol and etiquette. <laughs> and C-3PO's like, yeah, I do all this. He's like, I don't need a protocol droid. Yeah,
2: uh, <laughs>
0: Owen Lars seems to, uh,
2: talk to him just to fucking call him, like, yeah. just, just to sh- call out how useless
1: like, he is. I bet you can't do anything I need done, can you, buddy? <laughs>
2: Like, he's really
0: grown into a cantankerous old (laughs) coot. Well, he has had to raise somebody else's kid for 18 years. That's true. And he's a whiny kid. Yeah. Yeah. He also
1: sounds like he's a lazy kid.
2: (laughs) Nah, dude. He just wants to go to Tashi Station to
1: pick up some power converters.
0: I'm just saying. And go to college. It
1: (laughs) It seems like Anakin was getting a lot more done around the house at 9 than Luke was at 18. That's true. Uh, well, Anakin
2: was to be off fair, building 3PO's and winning pod races. Right. To be fair, Anakin was a slave and had no choice. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Plus, so, oh, the midichlorians on this guy just fucking you know,
0: rotten with him. Alright, so moving on.
2: Midichlorians <laughs> for days, son.
0: <laughs> oh... Clean edit point, and we're good. Um, I'm cutting out all references to chlorines. They don't exist in this movie as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, then how do
2: you explain literally anything in this movie without that vital piece of information? <laughs> Magic? Shut up. Leave me alone. Magic isn't science.
0: You go fuck yourself.
1: Wow.
0: I come from a place where they're one and the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure both of you guys don't know what science is.
0: It's gears, right?
1: Yeah. Now, that's
0: closer. (laughs) Just gears? That's way closer. Oh, steampunk. Perfect. Yeah, and and
1: test tubes. (laughs) Gears and
0: test tubes. Sometimes a little bit of buzz, buzz, electricity.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It is definitely not good vibrations or whatever the hell Anakin Skywalker is full of. (laughs)
0: All right, so uh, eventually uh, the Lars family, Luke Skywalker and Owen Lars, blah, blah, blah They <laughs> purchase themselves two droids, C-3PO, R2-D2. Uh, no, no, no. They First
2: uh, they buy R4, That's who is right. the greatest character in all of Star Wars. <laughs> He's a little red astro droid. He takes about uh, four feet from the uh, Jawa lineup and his goddamn head explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Luke says, hey, this droid has a bad motivator, which I can only assume a motivator is that piece that they put into every droid to make them continue with their terrible <laughs> lives. His motivator malfunctioned, and the first thing he did was blow up his own head yeah. rather than
1: live one more moment. You'll take this job and shove it. Kind of
0: the old Johnny Paycheck? Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Luke uh, brings the droids in for a little bit of uh, rub and scrub, a little splish splash, Whoa. taking an oil bath. Whoa!
1: I'm yeah, not, that yeah. does happen. It's, he
0: gets,
2: it's not quite the bikini car wash that Mark seems to be making it <laughs> yeah. out to
1: be. That did,
2: like, seem kind of erotic. <coughs> rub and oh, scrub. That, guys, we gotta save the rec center! The only <laughs> thing we can do, bikini car wash. Yeah,
3: definitely.
0: <laughs> So uh, R2-D2 accidentally plays a brief repeating moment of his hologrammed conversation with Princess Leia where she says the iconic line, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And that's it. And he's like, oh, who's that sexy lady? The tiny, sexy blue lady. And everyone's like, cool it, bro. And he's like, no. I won't cool it. I am 18 and this is the first
2: woman I've seen that's not my aunt. (laughs) I'm going to have all kinds of feelings right now. You can't
1: stop me. Massive bathrobe tent going on (laughs) right beneath my work belt. Yeah,
2: his entire costume seems to be made
1: of gauze. Yeah, it is. It's it's like almost. It's like if you if a bathrobe and a gi had sex, (laughs) and out of it came this weird tunic thing. That's what he's wearing. (laughs) And he has a huge erection. It's loose in all the right
2: places and tight in all the right
0: places. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the stormtroopers are on Tatooine, trying to track down these droids that have escaped from the ship. One guy even yells, Look, sir, droids! So they know there's droids there! He got a pay bump from the Union. Well, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) to be
1: honest with you, I had real questions as to what they were doing in that desert with that pod I had seen just a couple of minutes ago talking about the things that they had tracked. So that line was very important to me. That's true. <laughs> Otherwise I yeah. would have had trouble continuing with the film. But Patrick, where did they get the Death Star plans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. The series doesn't make any sense. I you hope guys. I don't have to wait 40 years to find out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh Luke uh takes the restraining bolt that has been placed on R2 by the Jawas to keep him from running off in hopes that it will play the remainder of Princess Leia's message. Instead, it just leads to R2-D2 wandering off into the desert at night to go find Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, who he says is his former master. Uh, So the next morning, Luke gets up early and he takes C-3PO into his speeder And they drive out to go find the droids.
2: Yeah, uh, Luke Skywalker knows an old Ben Kenobi, who is a
0: crazy old hermit that lives out beyond the Dune Seas. In the Jundland Wastes. See, I know nerdy things too, John. I know specific terms of this movie, John.
1: I guess I'm no longer needed. I assume that he knows him because occasionally Ben Kenobi has to come back into town to purchase... Moisture?
2: (laughs) Which is harvested seasonally for some
1: reason. (laughs) It's the moist season. The George Clooney's planet crosses over us.
0: So Luke eventually tracks down, probably gets, you know, tracks down R2D2, and then he's probably beaten up by a bunch of sand people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Tusken Raiders. Sorry, Tusken Raiders. Tuscan I'm sorry. Raiders. That was... let's, let's not say
1: sand people was again it, that after was that one. That was culturally insensitive yeah. of me, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although I should say, I was pretty happy when Anakin wiped them all out. Whoa. Um... Whoa.
1: Whoa. <laughs> you liked it so much, you voted Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just Bush won. <laughs> I'd like to think that there was a real
2: Gallagher-Gallagher-2 situation.
0: (laughs) Uh (laughs) So, uh... Luke is beaten up by the Tusken Raiders and he's about to get killed as his ship is being scavenged. When what should happen but a loud crate dragon roar?
2: You say crate dragon roar, I say someone was blasting some sweet Van Halen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, they're very similar, actually. I mean, it really is like the siren sound from the beginning of yeah. Running with the Devil. <laughs> it is. <laughs>
1: And I mean, Van Halen did have that album, uh, Crate Dragon Mating Calls. That was uh, when David Lee Roth was still there.
2: Uh, Yeah, that was a collaboration with David Attenborough. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For their Sounds
0: of Nature compilation. Yeah.
1: I remember that one.
0: (laughs) Uh, And uh, who should be behind the voice of the Crate Dragon but old Ben Kenobi? who reveals that he is indeed the Obi-Wan Kenobi, previously played by Ewan McGregor, now played by the legendary Alec Guinness. Paying off all his gambling debts.
3: Yeah.
0: But you know what? Paying him off with panache.
2: That's true. Now, (laughs) Alec Guinness could not stand this movie, and every moment he was filming it, living it, or doing interviews about it, he is seething with white-hot rage. But you would absolutely never know that by watching the movie. He is the definition of a consummate professional.
0: So, uh, Obi-Wan and old Ben... Sorry, Obi-Wan and old Ben are the same person. Same person, person. Yeah. And Luke and C-3PO and rg 2 go to old Ben's tiny little I just like how you got bored at the end of that sentence and just said, Yeah, well, I'm also a little drunk, so r two C three yeah so the C three D two
1: look how
0: the fucking robots the, 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 bots, guy, the, bots. the fucking the fucking married robots yeah. look the, guys, go up. the bots look the, <laughs> look, the, the, the robots and the fly car and they
1: go to the house house and they go to, no no they go to the big burnout tank first.
0: No, oh, they no, they go to the house. No, first. they go to fucking Obi-Wan's creepy oh, bungalow. Oh yeah. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan's <laughs> yeah. his, 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 ba- his desert <laughs> yeah. bachelor pad yeah. where he where hangs like, out and they talk about stuff. His studio bachelor pad? <laughs> I'm yeah. putting
2: on some fondue if you want some later, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Just brush aside the shag carpets. I've been meaning to get them clean. And then he gives Luke a sword. You like sharp swords, right, boy? Yeah,
0: this one's made of light.
1: Your
2: father once owned it.
0: Ah. Puts on some... throws on some Chuck Mangione and gets to work. And this is the guy who... i got a new
2: eight-track player
0: with some Huey Lewis and the
2: news. (laughs) We should know that Did you know that it was hip to be square?
1: Just put your keys in that fishbowl, Luke. It'll be fine. (laughs) He would like to teach
0: you about the power of love. (laughs) It's a curious thing. (laughs) Makes one man weep and yet another man Sing. sing. (laughs) Uh so Ario <laughs> uh, turns himself off at this point
1: because Anthony
0: Daniels <laughs> wants the day off.
1: That guy hates Huey Lewis.
0: <laughs> and the news. Uh, and uh this is
2: where we get I <laughs> like Brian Setzer, but I hate his orchestra. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Dave Matthews, you can stay, but your band has got to (laughs) go. They're the
3: worst.
0: Yeah, like Hootie's a piece of shit, but the blowfish are all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? No kidding. (laughs) No kidding. They're a good bunch of guys. (laughs) (laughs) We have a card game every week. It's no big deal. (laughs) So Obi-Wan, at this point, kind of reveals Luke's uh, sort of the backstory to how... what happened from a certain point of view. Right. So basically, Obi-Wan explains to Luke about Luke's father, uh, your father was a great Jedi and a fantastic pilot and a cunning warrior, and he was uh betrayed by another student of Obi-Wan's, Darth Vader. Now you out there know that Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader are the same person because we all watched the prequels together, but in nineteen seventy-seven we took it at face value that they were two completely different people. Damn Me that. Darth why Vader. would a movie lie to us? What does it have to gain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Information. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh. Finally, R2 D2 plays the full message from Princess Leia, which explains that R2 D2 has the stolen plans from the Death Star. No one knows how they got there. Nobody. Uh, and we never will. But they need R2 to get R2 D2 back to the Rebel Alliance so they can stop the Death Star because they found a fatal weakness in this planet destroying space station. And they don't have email. <laughs> and Ben Kenobi's like. Well, you got to come with me to Alderaan. You're going to learn the ways of the Force. And he's like, nah, i got to go farm water. (laughs) He really
1: does have to farm that water. Yeah,
0: and so he just goes. They start going home until they come across a busted-up sandcrawler full of blast points. And they think it's the work of Tusken Raiders. There's Bantha tracks and gaffy sticks. But we are only meant to think it was Tusken Raiders. For only Imperial stormtroopers are this Accurate. Uh, a line which grows more and more hilarious <laughs> as you
3: watch these yeah.
2: terrible Mr. Magoo figures bubbling their way <laughs> from battle to battle. On. Their only advantage is that it's written into the script that they're scary sometimes.
1: <laughs> but, like good space Christians, they take a minute to give a proper burial to all the Jawas by burning them in a pile.
0: Yeah, oh, see? Uh, there's be, uh, not, that's not Christian at all. That is very much a pagan ritual. I have no right. idea.
2: I guess it's the way, because C-3PO just takes it upon himself, being the master of protocol and etiquette, knows that when one's friends are dead... You (laughs) stack them in a pile. A gentleman always stacks into a pit and lights them ablaze.
0: Uh, To be fair, that isn't all those old Betty Crocker-like home entertaining books they used to give out to housewives.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, (laughs) Rule rule number one was always a gentleman never sits when a lady stands. And rule number two, burn your (laughs) jaw. No, it's, uh, it's always under section, burn uh, your dead
1: jawa. Well, otherwise, they turn into white walkers. What happens if your ham slurry jello kills all your dinner party guests? <laughs> stack them in a pile and burn
2: them. The police will never suspect if you dissolve their bodies in bathtub <laughs> acid. <laughs> when disposing of their severed corpse into multiple <laughs> trash containers, try to make a fun pattern like a smiley face or a star. <laughs>
1: Back issues of Better Home and Gardens were the shit, guys.
0: <laughs> That's why I learned to make pipe bombs. Right. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, Luke uh, deduces, using his Batman-like detective skills, that if the stormtroopers were able to find out that the Jawas had found the droids in the middle of the desert somehow, they probably would have traced them back to his, his uncle and aunt who purchased the droids. So he speeds back to his house, only to find it a smoking wreck and to come across the still glowing red skeletons, still smoking, of Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Now, see, you say this, but I think this
2: is the first time Luke has ever left the homestead for an extended period of time, and Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru have not had relations in a very long time because of this fucking... Whiny nosy kid. So Uncle Owen says, "All right, it's time to activate Omega Protocol. Get the fake bodies out here. We are going to Space Vegas." Man,
1: I thought that joke was going in a totally different direction.
0: <laughs> I was waiting. I was just waiting. Get your space ky and. Yeah. <laughs> And let's explode a couple of homesteads. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> right. It had been so long it's since not, they'd it's never, had it's relations. Never brought
2: up in the dialogue, but the reason that Anakin was an immaculate conception was because sex on Tatooine causes you to explode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so Luke, Luke grieves for about four seconds. Before he gets back in his flying car and meets Obi-Wan, and is like, yeah, all right, I guess I'll go learn the Force. There's nothing for me here now. you my never father my now,
1: uncle. <laughs> Yeah. Never like my uncle, never like my aunt, hate all my cousins. Let's get off this rock. Biggs is gone. <laughs> so He got to go to
0: college. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, at that point, meanwhile, uh, up on the Death Star... Uh, members of the Imperial, uh, what is this, their little uh, It's like a boardroom. council. Yeah, yeah their, their little war council, their boardroom, are having a little argument. One guy's like, oh, the Rebels have our plans, and they're going to blow up our space station. And then the other one's like, dummy, nothing can blow up our space station. And the guy's like, but they might. And the other one's like, but they won't. And then Darth Vader's like, shut up.
1: Yeah, but then they're like more bitching and more bitching, and then one guy's like, Vader, you believe in a hoser religion, and nobody even likes you, and you're a cornholder, and this is never gonna work. And then Vader imaginary chokes him with his fingers.
0: Direct. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah.
1: was actually... that's, that's doing great. I, t- I re-performed were, that whole scene. To be scene. fair, they
0: were taken from the original draft, <laughs> taken from the Journal of the Quills.
2: <laughs> Chapter 4 of The Star Wars. <laughs> the
0: Adventures of General Starkiller. Uh, and so, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin basically explains that the rest of the Senate has been dissolved, and now the regional governors will have power over the galaxy, and now they've got the Death Star, which can obliterate entire. Entire planets, and they've got Princess Leia yeah. held captive. So can we take a minute,
1: just, just? Sorry, guys, but can we take a minute to discuss how Grand Moff Tarkin is the perfect amount of Ponzi and intimidating?
2: Oh yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin played it by the irreplaceable, wonderful Peter Cushing, uh, yeah. who from many Hammer horror films, starring opposite of Christopher Lee, just absolutely the quintessential British bad guy, yeah, right? Hard to beat, like absolutely archetypical. Just that, that exact, yeah, exactly. That air of posh confidence and dickery, yeah, that uh, caused the sun to never set on the glorious British Empire.
1: (laughs) And his (laughs) eyes are sunk all the way into the back of his skull, and And just red and like (laughs) runny.
2: His cheekbones could grate cheese, right?
1: Okay, 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 okay. Go ahead, go ahead. He's,
0: he's really good in the movie,
1: though. Yeah. He's really fantastic. But yeah,
2: Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin uh, essentially lays out the doctrine of fear that he has created, which is basically we are going to make everybody so goddamn afraid that we'll blow up their planet that they'll stop all this nonsense rebelling that's a bunch of horse shit and ruining our high tea. Just for the record, Nixon tro-
1: totally tried that.
2: <laughs> you know Nixon's fatal flaw? No death Star, yeah, yeah, that was the problem. Yeah, the doctor just... of fear doesn't really work if you can't obliterate the whole planet, yeah,
1: you need to have your own other planet is the part that Nixon <laughs> yeah. never really thought through. The
0: problem was Nixon thought he was all right with just a death lantern,
1: yeah, <laughs> and
0: he didn't think big enough. that's yep. true.
2: It was the blackest night, and he got his own death ring <laughs>
1: <laughs> just not enough a
0: mortis of the black core. <laughs> And he called upon yea the deads of the DC universe to swap things. Did
2: Kyle Rayner combine <laughs> all the spectrums into one ring of light, and thus we were all the brightest day? <sighs> uh, these are solid DC extended
1: yeah. universe rips, by the way. <laughs> and this bit is totally not getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? This gold, Jerry, gold.
2: <laughs> so the kids are tuning in for all the. 10-year-old DC events. <laughs> Talk about Zero Hour next, you'll see a spike in the likes of which has
0: never happened before in the history of podcastery. Wait, wait, wait. Did he say kingdom come? My God, he wouldn't, that madman. <laughs> so meanwhile, uh, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, R2 D2, C3PO, all find their way to Moss Eisley, the wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs>
2: or just a town. <laughs> yeah. right. With the bar. Just a
0: fine, perfectly fine town. <laughs> it seems like kinda of like a truck stop, really. Yeah. Yeah. And they roll into the the cantina where they're being serenaded by Figrindan and the modal nodes and they're uh <laughs> That's their name of the band, Patrick. (laughs) They had a lot of hits, like Cantina Song. (laughs) And Cantina Song, parentheses, Repraise. (laughs) (laughs) So they uh, show up there. They're trying to find a pilot who can get them off the planet. And in short order... Uh, Luke Skywalker runs afoul of a walrus man with a <laughs> vagina for a chin yeah. and his yeah. burn victim friend. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Luke Skywalker was kind
2: of just standing there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Ordering and, a and drink. he tried to bring a robot
2: in and they don't serve
1: <laughs> that kind. <bear. laughs> That's
2: true. Uh, there's a great uh, kind of headcanon theory that uh, since the Clone Wars were fought by a clone army against a droid army uh, in the years intervening to prevent another droid uprising they have programmed all the droids to have an existential crushing knowledge of their own mortality that kind of prevents them from taking risks and also that is why the galaxy kind of fucking hates droids
0: yeah. <laughs> so the r2d2 and c3po are shunned out of the bar uh, like bad amish kids are Uh, who don't come back from Rumspringa. Whoa! Whoa! uh, Team cut, bro! Hey, I do what I can. (laughs) Welcome to the Devil's Playground. Uh, This is in eastern Pennsylvania. You don't gotta churn
2: churn churn. any of your own butter here, brother. (laughs) Here we churn cocaine. (laughs)
3: So,
2: uh... I like that the extended cast of Boogie Nights is apparently taking these Amish children through their
0: tours of decadence.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. You got the touch You got the power
0: A song that could just very well be about the force You're welcome, science <laughs> As a community at large Yeah uh, Because
2: science has been working for decades To crack the code of what is the touch What is the power Yeah,
1: and how
0: does it relate to the force So far they've only come up with I don't know, space time is
2: curved <laughs>
0: I think it has something to do with Orson Welles playing a giant robot in a cartoon. I think that's what it really is about. (laughs) Um, So, anyways, Luke Skywalker uh, is accosted by Walrus, Vagina Chin, and Bernie Face, uh, who don't like him for no reason. Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: They have reasons.
0: (laughs) No, they don't. He just walks up and goes, He doesn't like you. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't don't like like you either." either all right
2: now this is where he reveals himself to be the worst criminal because he says i'm a wanted man i've
0: got the death sentence on 12
2: systems there's probably
0: lots of authority
2: and bounty hunters looking for me my full name why of course i'll tell you what it is has everyone seen my big dumb face let me show
0: it to you by causing a large scene here let me hand out my business cards these have my email, phone number, address, social security numbers. <laughs> What's that? There's a Boba Fett on this planet. He seems like a fine gentleman. No need to hide my identity from him. <laughs> no. They start some shit and Obi-Wan Kenobi ends that shit by cutting off Walrus McVagina Chin's arm. Yeah. It's great.
1: Arms get cut off. It is
0: really good. It is the in uh, kind of...
2: Chronologically, by release order of the films, it's the it's the demonstrating for the first time what a lightsaber can do.
0: Yeah, right. And it's also the first arm to be cut off in a Star Wars movie. Uh, Meanwhile, there will be more. Oh, (laughs) there will be all the more. Yeah. A regular farewell to arms, these movies. (laughs) Uh, Uh. We did it. So, um, at this point, Obi-Wan Kenobi introduces them to Chewbacca, a seven foot tall, hairy wookie. You might know him from episode three and his planet of Chewbacca's. He was hanging out with Yoda, having a good time. Uh, He's got a friend named Han Solo, played by, of course, the sexiest man ever, Harrison Ford. Uh, gimme, gimme! Yeah, Now If uh, Alec
2: Guinness is pure p- professionalism distilled into a person, nineteen seventies Harrison, Fu- Harrison Ford, Harrison, Harrison Ford. His sweetest counterpart, Harrison Ford. <laughs> I'm just here to make your cheese and give you all of the aquatic ters. I'll get you some pickled shark fin soon. I'm
3: also a pirate. <laughs> wow. Wow! I didn't know what wow. My Race comedy is bad, people! <laughs> Hi,
0: I'm Mark Rosendahl. Have you ever wanted to learn how to do accents? <laughs> Please subscribe to the Body Counts and Beer accent right. class. For only $0 a month, you too can learn such great accents as... Swedish <laughs> Chefs! Swedish <laughs> Wolfman Jack, (laughs) Werner Herzog, (laughs) Paul Giamatti, and so many more. It's me, Paul Giamatti. I'm going to act in your indie film. I'm going to drink a lot of wine. (laughs) And that's just one of millions of different impressions, accents, and voices you will learn with the patented Body Counts and Beer Accent Class. Once again, $0 (laughs) paid up front to bodycountsandbeer at (laughs) gmail.com. We'll even teach you how to talk like a Texan, like Alan Ricks.
2: Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Harrison Ford is, uh, I think, pure charisma condensed into a human being. Yeah,
0: he's uh, the proto-Will Smith. Sure. In Independence Day. Yeah. He's the cocksure pilot with swagger. Uh, and uh a shirt that's unbuttoned a little bit and just yeah. kinda like super cool. Uh and he's got the fastest ship around, the Millennium Falcon. Uh it made the Kessel run in less than twelve parsecs. It did. And uh but before they can really get going, they haggle a little bit and we don't need to get and, into the uh, specifics. L- of except deal. except that
2: uh Obi Wan Kenobi doesn't seem to understand how negotiation works. No. Han Solo says ten thousand. Obi Wan says, I'll pay you fifteen thousand.
1: Which is not how you negotiate a deal. You don't go up, you go down. And he's paying him more so that he can pay him later. It's like an interest thing. He's getting a loan up front. Yeah, it's got something to do with the VIG. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. The VIG plays a huge part. There's totally a uh, VIG in there. Uh,
0: Captain
2: Solo, I can't pay you this money up front, but I do have some (laughs) Avion boxes I'd like to sell you. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know that you could
0: be your own boss and work from home? (laughs) $1,500 a week. (laughs) And then what you do is find other pilots (laughs) and sell these,
2: and the
0: more they sell, the more money you make.
2: You've seen Tony Robinson's boat. It is... (laughs) Fine. <laughs> I was going to say delicious, but then I realized that didn't make any sense.
0: His boat is made from graham crackers. Uh, so... He floats on a sea of cocoa and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we're not even close to being happy, <laughs> to, oh, no. at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, what uh, happens next? Uh, Thankfully, this, this is an eight hour podcast. <laughs> so, we've got yes. of space. so, at this point, uh, Luke uh, and Obi Wan go to sell the speeder and make a little cash. Uh, Dynamite details there. That's what the audience. Hair, mean. and that's when Han Solo runs a file of Gorito, the uh, alien. Grito, what's
2: his personality trait? Is he
0: super Grating? generous? Grating. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's a weird, like little bug uh, man who's just like mad at Han Solo about. Uh, not paying job of the Hutt <laughs>
1: About having a bounty on his head Yeah
0: <laughs> And he's like You gotta give me the money And I'll pretend I didn't see you And Han Solo's like Nah And he's like He might take a ship And he's like Fuck you And then he shoots him And then he dies And it's really cool Yeah Cause like, Han Solo's a cold blooded killer
1: And you're like Man Why did that
0: character even get a name? <laughs> <laughs> He literally exists in this movie just to be shot to death by Han Solo. Um, And then there is, uh, we should point out that we're watching, obviously, the... uh, The Blu-ray. The Blu-ray, which are the original uh, uh, director's cut special edition versions. So they've been tampered with a little bit. So we get that great scene where... Han Solo has the exact same conversation he had with Greedo, but with a terrible Jabba the Hutt. But
1: with Jabba, yeah.
0: I think
2: the Jabba model looks fine, but anytime Harrison Ford has to sort of interact with it, it looks like basically he's interacting with a standee at a movie theater. Yeah. I
0: mean, it looks like a PlayStation Two cutscene.
3: little
2: bit.
0: Character. It's kind of blocky. It's not as well done as the like Phantom Menace. Sure. Uh, Job of the hut would be done. And they and honestly the scene is kinda useless. They probably shouldn't even bother oh, putting yeah, it back no, the in. It is, is it is literally useless. just repeating information
2: we learned from the Greedo scene, yeah. but with a nice, clever wink and nod to the camera from one Mr. Boba
0: Fett. Who literally walks into frame, looks directly at the camera, wipe
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, uh, because there is
2: nothing worse than when George Lucas panders to what he thinks the fans want. <laughs>
0: right. It's very clear <clears throat> that George Lucas does not know what the fans want. <laughs> right. And he's just like, I don't
2: know. Boba Fett uh, sold a lot of
0: toys. I guess uh, put them in the movie. Make them look at the
2: uh, camera, I guess. Uh, can you do that faster? <laughs> more intense,
1: please? Like we said, so many great accents can be learned through our methodology. Uh, that is
0: one of the better ones. Yeah. Is- <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah, John's many voices of George Lucas. If
2: I wasn't slightly drunk, slightly sick, and tired of yelling. Excuses, excuses.
0: (laughs) So uh, the Millennium Falcon and crew depart Tatooine, but not before drawing a little bit of uh, Imperial fire. And they're being chased down by some Star Destroyers. But they eventually make the jump to light speed and escape. Uh, and then there's like uh, well meanwhile princess, on
2: the Death Star yeah
0: Princess Leia is getting tortured by a flying ball and she refuses to give up a target for the Death Star so Grand Moff Tarkin brings her onto the bridge and he says look in a way you've chosen what planet's gonna get blowed up first <laughs> yep he says it just like that <laughs> we're gonna
2: Blow up, this planet. Look, here's the
0: thing. It's like, we're going to blow up your hometown, uh, It's, it's
2: the two fucking uh, hoser movie reviewers from SCT. <laughs> that's right. We're
3: blow it up real good.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin basically says, hey, Alderon, that's your home planet, right? Well, we're going to blow it up unless you tell us where the rebels are hiding.
0: Yeah. And she gives them a target. She says, Dan Tween. Uh, and they're like, perfect. Thank you. That's all we wanted. Blow up Alderan. Yeah. And they do, and it's Then she awesome. gets
1: chided for being too trusting.
0: Yeah, and again, like, Peter Cushing
2: nailing that sleazy, yeah. arrogant, triumphant, like... Asshole just, you, British you, guy. You won by cheating, and you're being a sore winner about yeah. it, so, like, fuck you. Nothing to do with current politics, mind you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they blow up Alderan, cut to the Millennium Falcon, and Obi-Wan all of a sudden suffering a major cluster headache... Um, as the souls of thousands, millions cry out, uh, and then have been silenced uh, because Alderaan is no more. But whatever, Luke, go back to your Jedi training. Uh, and Luke does a little training with his lightsaber and the little ball that shoots the things. You guys have seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> they play. A little, Next up is Bullet Boy. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they play a little, a uh, little bit of robot chess. Yeah, is is like the Force isn't real. It's great.
1: Um, yeah, and Obi Wan's like, sure it is, and then Luke has to fight the ball thing with a helmet on. <laughs> All of this is really important.
2: All the hit scenes you yeah. remember from your childhood, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Luke fights the ball thing. <laughs> yeah, ball thing tortures Leia. <laughs> What's that in the sky?
1: A.K.A. Big Ball, ball. Battle Station. Han Solo paraphrases Nietzsche.
3: <laughs>
1: no, it's great. Are we there yet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
2: so they they drop out of light speed into the sublight engines where Alderon should be except there's no Alderon.
0: Nope, it's just glitter left over from a Kiss concert. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And like a ton of glitter and it's sweaty, just like a Kiss concert. <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen quietly, you can still hear off in the distance They call me Dr. Love. That's
1: because Kiss never actually stops playing. They just go from venue to venue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They just rock right off stage. Into the the semi-trucks that just carry them across the country. Right. and When those
1: semi-trucks are propelled by
0: rock. In the
2: winter, Kiss did still play, but we no longer went to the war.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yay, so it was... That Detroit was no longer the rock city. (laughs) And the love gun was out of bullets.
2: (laughs) Uh, But instead of Alderaan, they're greeted by a giant goddamn Death Star.
0: That's right. And they are promptly taken aboard by the tractor beam. Uh, They stow away in some hidden smuggler panels. And they pull the old uh, movie serial trick. This is something that was done in movies a lot of times. And it happens in several different Harrison Ford movies where you allure bad guys into a room. And then off camera you beat them up and then take their clothes. What I love is they, they get them to come on board the ship by saying...
2: Hey guys, why don't you come into the ship? And the stormtroopers are like, "Well, nothing suspicious here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Granted, we all no ship.
2: We all have English accents. Two Americans just yelled for us to come into this mystery ship. Yeah. I see no reason to raise my guard about this. And I'm pretty sure I smell an eight foot wet dog." <laughs> <laughs> so they disguise themselves as stormtroopers and they burst into one of the command posts. They take it over. Uh, Obi Wan uh, or R two Jackson to the computer
1: system. Oh yeah, hey, he it So sexual, yeah.
2: so sexual. Uh, little known fact, but I guess all the droids, in order to interact with computers, have to like say the say the word. They have to like oh, navi. It,
1: it's, no, nope. it's, 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 it's it's penetrate. Oh, they gotta yes. penetrate. That they gotta computer. get in there. They oh, gotta yeah. they gotta um.
2: navi avatar put their weird little genital tentacles into each other to transfer the information. They're
0: raw dogging with computers. (laughs) That's great. Uh, So they basically track down and they find out... uh, Basically what's going to happen is Obi-Wan sneaks off and he's going to turn off the tractor beam engine so they can escape. But while he's gone and he tells them to stay put, they find out that Princess Leia is being held captive there. Well, that's your...
2: uh, Obi-Wan says, now you guys stay put. Also, Luke, it's very important. I'm probably not going to live forever. But don't worry, the Force is with you. I trust you to make the right decisions. Anyway, I'll definitely see you guys again real soon, I'm sure. <laughs> don't worry about my mortality. It ain't going nowhere. See you later.
0: I'm a vital young man, and nothing will <laughs> befall me.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, Luke convinces Han to go help... Ka- uh, Rescue Princess Leia with the promise of more money.
1: Yeah, it's a cascade of boners. R2-D2 gets a boner because the princess (laughs) is there. He then tells uh, Luke who gets a boner because the princess is there. Well, it's the transitive property of boners. Yeah, and then (laughs) Luke has to convince Han to get a boner about the reward pay. Because there's a princess there, and once everybody's all good and worked up, out the door we go. Yeah, everyone's cocked up except for Chewbacca,
2: who needs no boner to do the honorable thing. He has a self-actualized view of himself, and knows that the best thing is to do good in this world. Right, You don't
1: need boners, friends, when you've got a code. (laughs) And a sweet bandolier. Yeah, what's in that anyway? Uh, ammo presumably for his,
2: for his uh, crossbow yeah. yeah Yeah, I guess I don't know or pictures of his family <laughs> pizza maybe he's gotta have some keys right
3: <laughs>
2: I mean he doesn't have a belt he's got like nine uh, loyalty cards for big box stores that don't
3: exist anymore <laughs>
2: I wonder what a utility bandolier is like. <laughs> he, Heavy. <laughs> he can never find what he's looking for because he's got to look through each individual. Each individual one. It's yeah. always the one that's
0: on his back yeah. that's super hard
2: to get to. Right.
1: Probably so wanna...
0: uh, they go uh, to rescue Princess Leia. They have a, come up with a delightful little ruse where they pretend that Chewbacca's their prisoner, and then whoa, he's not. And He punches a guy to death. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's like a nice little firefight here. Uh, and they go find Princess Leia. Han Solo has to quickly improvise while talking over the console to other uh, Imperial guys. My favorite part of dialogue from the movie, where he's just like, uh, "Everything's fine here. Uh, it's fine. How about how 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 are you?" It's, just,
2: <laughs> it's great, and it's it's, vi- really good. it's it's brilliantly delivered as well. It's, it really uh, is. It's yeah, great. it's really yeah. great.
0: Uh, so they get Princess Leia out, uh, and he's like, "I'm Luke Skywalker," and she's like. Pfft. You're short. Go away. <laughs> yeah. as, like, she's, as she's laying in her hard, like, plastic bed, yeah. uh, just, like, in the, like, modeling position. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's her regular position is just, like... Yeah, dude, that's how princesses sleep. <laughs> it is
1: actually how princesses
0: sleep. You it's learn comfortable it in, uh, for their lumbars. At
1: princess school.
0: It's somehow, like, a position where, like, both your breasts and butt are facing the same direction so <laughs> they can be seen by the camera. Yeah, uh and so, technical. Yeah. So they uh, they escape. Uh, uh, they get her out. But Imperial stormtroopers start filling the room up. And they're uh, trying to escape. So they blast a hole and they dive into the garbage uh, not chute.
2: they, but Princess Leia yeah. very wonderfully points out, oh, so you had a plan for getting in but not for getting out. Yeah.
0: Right. Which has nothing to
1: do with modern politics at all.
0: (laughs) Right. Then she shoots a hole into a random grate and just assumes it's the garbage chute. On top of that, why would you have a garbage chute that leads to an open grate into a hallway? Wouldn't (laughs) the hallway just smell like garbage? (laughs)
2: Uh, Mark... Here's the secret. Everything smells like garbage <laughs> on the Death Star. Also, it is full of garbage and stormtrooper farts. There's no ventilation. <laughs> and the Death Star is also full of chutes. Yeah, as we will note, it is its major weakness. Chutes and ladders and chutes. candy lands and battleships <coughs> and Yahtzees and Mr. Potato Head. Some
0: operations, I'm sure. Yeah. Sorry's. <laughs> Hungry Whoa. That worked on two levels. Yeah, I saying no, sorry I, was, to the I was on it. For that whole bit. Yeah. and then also I, I also was contributing. Sorry. By saying sorry. Yeah. yeah. The game. I
1: liked it.
2: Boggle! <laughs> was Sorry a pop matic game?
0: Uh, I think so. pop Yeah, it a little bubble. bubble. No, yeah, no. you're crazy. You don't know what you're no. talking about. I mean, maybe. You're full of shit. I played it like
1: twice. Dearest Parker
2: Brothers, <laughs> this war continues to rage out <laughs> running against brother against brother. Brother Bro, Parker. Love, your love is enough to sustain us both. Please write in and let us know if sorry was a Papa Mally game or not. We are mighty eager to know. Anyway, I gotta go. They're having a barbecue or something, I'll bet. Anyway, it smells real good. Oh, by the way, Emmett says, Hey. <laughs>
0: Slow pan over photo Ken Burns Civil War Special Edition. We did it <laughs> yeah, yeah Done So they jump into the garbage chute and there's a nice little scene of panic and tension as the garbage chute begins to close upon them. And what's in the garbage chute with them? A, a We're both right! (laughs) (laughs) So they successfully fight off a weird uh, hentai tentacle monster. Which I realize serves absolutely zero
2: purpose, because it pops its little eyeball up, it fucks with Luke for like a minute, and then just goes away with no consequences or conflict whatsoever. And how does it
1: survive what we assume is the reasonably regular compacting of the garbage?
0: My guess is uh, there's a little like, grape. Yeah, like it escape
1: chute. Yeah, because you
0: hear like a, like a... Although why it's full volume and not muffled by water, I don't know. But still, <laughs> it happens. It's, I'm alright with it. I know in... Uh, is it Shadows of the Empire or Dark Forces? In one of those uh, Star Wars games, you are on the Death Star... And you go into the garbage chute, and the monster like pulls you yeah, down. It's, uh, it's Shadows of like a... the
2: Empire, but it, it's not on the Death Star. It's on like so, I think it's like a Tatooine thing. Oh, uh, it's it Prince
0: Shizor's ship, maybe. Whatever. Or, like, yeah, but the it fucking is. Yeah. Game is
2: garbage. No, it's not. It's
0: great. You're a monster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Moving uh, the on. first, the Hoth level is great. Oh, Everything that's else true. is fucking trash.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I like the game. The Boba Fett fight's awesome, and the IG88, but. Uh, fight is awesome.
2: On fucking Ord Mandel, which is a planet of trains, I guess? Yeah,
0: man! (laughs) Where do you think Thomas and his friends came from? (laughs) They're not of this world, John! They have faces!
2: (laughs) So, I thought Uh, they were willed into existence by the whimsical love of one Ringo (laughs) Star. But Thomas and his tank engine realized that the bridge was still out. No one had bothered to repair it. And that's how they all died in a bit of a massacre. (laughs) It's okay, because they were godless creatures. (laughs) Abominations (laughs) to this world. Body (laughs)
1: Counts and Beer would love to teach you how to do these accents as good as John (laughs) Rennie. The trick is to have no talent.
0: So they uh, they finally escape. Meanwhile, Obi-Wan Kenobi has snuck away onto the bridge and he turns off the, uh, the tractor, tractor beam. And now it's up to him and Darth Vader and they're going to have their final yeah, clash. Darth,
2: Darth Vader has sensed the presence yeah. of Obi-Wan Kenobi and they have not seen each other since their duel on Mustafar. Mustafar. Which, hey, remember how fucking baller and great that sword yeah. fight was? Lower your expectations yeah. vitally. Everybody's a of- lot older. <laughs> because
0: instead of two young men in their physical primes, it's old man versus slow robot. Yeah. <laughs> Thrill as they stumble
2: around and kind of wave their lightsabers in the general directions of each other. Oh, Marvel at their ability to sort of trip over their capes and robes every now and
0: then. Yeah. <laughs> It is, uh, I mean, especially after the uh, very explosive, crazy, amazing fights of uh, the prequels.
2: And Fast even and, fights later in, later on. on right, this,
0: like Empire and Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Uh, it is very bad. It's very, uh, like, it's shot well and it's cut well and there is tension. The score is great. But, like, choreography-wise, it is an old man versus a giant man. And they yeah. neither yeah. have speed or... Uh, uh, like grace skills. or agility, no, yeah. Not going anywhere,
1: doing anything. There's mostly a bunch of saber slapping.
0: Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, like you got like Luke uh, and Leia, uh, fucking Batman across a chasm. Uh, she kisses him on the cheek. It's a little gross. For uh, luck, for luck. It's still a little it's gross. still a little gross. Um. <laughs> And then Han Solo and Chewbacca chase down a couple stormtroopers, only to be met by all the stormtroopers, and they get chased away. Yeah. Finally, they all meet back together because all the other stormtroopers go to watch the Vader-Obi-Wan fight to form an 80s breakdance yeah. circle around them. Yeah, yeah. well, no,
2: they've got to block the view of the vice principal with their bodies yeah. so that their friends don't get in trouble for fighting across the street. <laughs> That's absolutely the case.
0: Uh, and they are finally able to get into the Millennium Falcon, but not before Obi-Wan sees Luke. Luke sees Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan's like, you know what this fight needs? Needless sacrifice. (laughs) Raises his lightsaber, and Darth Vader slowly chops him into no, dust.
1: No. No. Raises his lightsaber and gets raptured. Yeah.
2: He, his body <laughs> disappears but his clothes yeah. and shoes remain. Yeah. And it.
1: then Darth Vader's lightsaber passes through his cloak. Yeah. Because he is gone.
0: Yeah. That's right. He's gone to join the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. He is out <laughs> of with here. With our good friends Kirk Cameron <clears throat> and Nicholas Cage. Right. <laughs> he will not be left behind like our good friends Kirk Cameron and Nicholas Cage.
2: <laughs> yeah, they did get left behind. But they landed that fucking plane, dude. I bet <laughs> they, they saved did. Christmas. Yeah.
0: After Obi-Wan gets raptured, Luke grieves longer for him than he did for his uh, people who raised him. Yeah. Uh he shoots a couple shots. The Millennium Falcon escapes. Uh, and there's a cool little, like, uh, space dogfight where Han and Luke go into the little gunner pods and take out some TIE fighters, and they finally escape back to the, uh, the moon Niaven 4. Um, the fourth moon of the Avon system. And uh, where the Rebel Alliance has gathered to give them the plans for the Death Star. But how
2: did they get the plans to the Death Star? Just never just don't know. know. When they announced Episode One: The Phantom Menace, back in 1998, the question on everyone's mind is, is this finally going to fulfill the promise of how the Rebels got
1: the Death Star plans? And the answer was no.
2: That's why it was so soul-crushingly disappointing for a generation of young kids. Yes.
1: That's why.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that and nothing else. Yeah. Except that it's shitty. Yeah, um, it's a
1: tough movie on. To yeah. uh, no, that. I
2: believe we all kind of liked it. Well, well no, we liked
1: me. it more than two. Yeah, <laughs> everybody likes it more than two. Two is the
0: ingrown toenail of movies. <laughs> it's just, it's in there and it's deep and it hurts and it's annoying. Uh, but you gotta, you can't do anything about yeah, it. No, you you just hang with know. it.
2: As I recall, I think we all kind of liked it.
0: No, well, was that Breakfast was Breakfast at Tiffany's. That was We've Breakfast
1: got. at Tiffany's, <laughs> and actually, that movie is pretty slow and shitty too. That song though is pretty good. I like yeah, that. Man. All right, the lead you singer.
0: The lead singer of that band was a teacher, and he got fired when that saying came out because it wasn't uh, cool to be a rock and roller and a teacher. Uh. He got fired from his job. True story. Brutal. Oh. How does that tie into Star Wars? He was a teacher on Coruscant. Oh. Moving on. Oh, fucking uh, Coruscant. The Rebel Alliance finally has the Death Star plans, and they explain what the fatal weakness is. There is a trench that leads to a tiny two-meter <laughs> exhaust port. Uh, shoot. That- it's a shoot. It's a... No, it's an exhaust port, you fucking
2: idiot. Yeah. They
0: say it many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it basically, it's a trench small enough for a single fighter to pass through, and if it fires two proton torpedoes, at exactly the right time, at exactly the right angle, they will go down the chute, causing a chain reaction, blowing up the Death Star from the inside. And then everyone's like,
2: that's impossible! And Luke's like, nah, we should do it anyway. Yeah, I shoot rats all the time. I'm not a sociopath, don't worry about my <laughs> mental state. <Right.
0: laughs> now, Give torturing me small animals gives me no feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I also like starting fires and wetting the bed. <laughs> That's the homicidal triad. That's how serial killers are made. Yeah. So Luke Skywalker um, and crew uh, basically get together and uh, they start preparations to take on the Death Star. Han Solo's like, I'm not sticking around. I got my money. Fuck y'all. And he leaves, takes off. Uh, Luke meets his old buddy Biggs and they have a nice little reunion. And they're just like, oh, I knew you'd make it. And he's like, I knew you'd make it. Nice mustache, Biggs. And he's like, great feathered hair, Luke. It is. It really is
2: great
1: feathered hair.
0: It's second only to Farrah Fawcett. It's beautiful. (laughs) They
1: take a minute, they sing Glory Days. (laughs) It's actually really special.
0: Uh, And then they get into their ships and they go take on the Death Star, which is now Advanced on Yavin 4, it's very close. They've got like 10, 15 minutes to take this yeah. thing out. Yeah, um, the, the, the Death Star
2: had put a tracking device on the Millennium Falcon, so they traced it back to Yavin 4,
0: the rebel base, knowing that it's the
2: first place it would go right. were it to escape.
0: So now uh, the assault on the Death Star begins and it's the entire Rebel fleet versus uh, the Death Star. And at first the Rebels are making a little bit of headway. They're kind of sneaking in there, taking out guns, getting in that trench because the guns aren't uh, fast enough to pick up the small one-man fighters. And told Darth Vader's like, nah, send in the alert fighters. And then it becomes like a dogfight. There's TIE fighters and... Yeah. X-Wings and Y-Wings and it's really great cool. and
2: there's some Porkins and there's some gold leaders and there's a lot of actors bopping up and down like they're on a horse ride <laughs> yeah. at Disneyland yeah, making pretend like they're flying through space Yeah,
0: Porkins I love because I, as a fat man myself I love seeing uh, us represented on screen as being semi-heroic <laughs> you know, and then exploded into barbecue the way I assume I will die <laughs> Yeah,
2: he, he's literally the first pilot to be exploded he's kind of a schlubby slobby kind of guy? Like, he doesn't even put the chin strap
0: on his helmet on? <laughs> uh, it does not fit, John. You know that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. But he's, like, unshaven. Yeah. Like, he's the el- yeah. like, he doesn't have a beard. He he's a just, neck beard. Yeah, he's just, like, scra- he hasn't shaved in a few days. He's, like, your typical, like, sits-at-home-plays-World-of-Warcraft all day wiping Dorito dust off of his shirt. And I think I
2: recall that his, his last words on this mortal plane was, no, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. I got this. <laughs> and then he explodes. Then he explodes. The hubris of Porkins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, there's there will th- be songs of you, Porkins, in the world of Valhalla, you shall be honored <laughs> as a hero. Uh,
0: and then there's Gold Leader, of course, the greatest actor in all yeah. history of movies. Nah,
2: just pecking on the surface.
0: Oh uh, no, that, no, that's, no, no! That's oh shit! No, that's that's gold uh, five that's, that's, or whatever. That's red leader. That's red leader. Red leader. No, gold gold Polit- leader is the almost there. Gold leader is the uh, uh, the uh, game show announcer that somehow got at a movie gig because he's like, oh. turn all deflector shields to rear <laughs> yeah. once again. Turn all deflector shields. To rear switching to (laughs) rocketing computer Yeah clearly
2: the actor had gone through his script And underlined all the really important parts of his line And you can hear that in all his delivery Well
0: he went to the Bill Shatner Theater school slash horse training school (laughs) uh, Slash girdle facility (laughs) Slash teach you how to cheat at blackjack Yeah Yeah. Bill Shatner knows all Uh, And finally uh, Bigs bites it he dies. Eventually, Darth Vader gets in the fight himself with his sweet, tie advanced prototype fighter. Yeah. Um, and Luke, it's now up to Luke himself. And Luke makes his final trench run. And as he's going there and he's trying to target, the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi comes to him in his head Luke, use your feelings, trust the Force. Uh, you know, don't use the fucking computer. It's probably from. It's probably an E machine, and will break down very quickly. Um, it's a Packard Bell. Don't do it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> your data, your fucking uh, data punch cards are out of order. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get an error message on this Pac Man you're trying to play. It says, do
1: it with the feels. Do. It but with yeah, Obi
2: Wan says, just use the Force. It'll all be fine. Yeah. To which we can only assume Luke thinks. That doesn't make any sense. How do I use the Force in this situation? Be more specific and constructive with your advice.
0: (laughs) No, man, he feels it.
1: And so Luke uh,
0: finally turns off his targeting computer, and everyone back at the Rebel base is like, what are you doing? And he's like, I got this.
2: Uh, Meanwhile, the TIE fighters are closing in, and it looks like Darth Vader's got Luke Skywalker Dead on his sights when all of a sudden the goddamn Millennium Falcon swoops in to save the day. Shooting one of the TIE fighters that is not Darth Vader, and then the other TIE fighter on the opposite side of Darth Vader. Freaks the goddamn fuck out. He can't even handle it.
1: Sideswipes Darth Vader, crashes himself, and sends Darth Vader spinning
0: into space.
2: Careening into the empty <coughs> void that embraces yeah. us all.
0: <laughs> and Luke takes a deep breath and fires his proton torpedoes. Thump, thump, both of them down the chute. They pull away, and the Darth Star explodes, emitting a giant ring of sonic fire. And the Rebels have won the day. (laughs) Sonic Fire. Yeah, that
2: sweet Johnny Cash song. Yeah. Sonic Fire. It's Sonic Sonic Fire.
1: No, 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 that's and the... And it uh...
0: burns like a sonic fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: when I, was... I collect all the chaos
3: emeralds. <laughs> 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 Turning
2: into super sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought there was I more remember. gas
1: in this <laughs> Sonic <laughs> fire to me means like cinnamon, fireball, whiskey, slushy. Uh, to
2: me, it's definitely <laughs>
1: that sweet guile move. Sonic
2: fire! fire! Oh, yeah! It's, it's sonic, sonic boom. It's sonic, oh, yeah. I know. I'm augmenting it for the purposes of comedy. Just another tip you'll uh, learn at the Body Council Beer <laughs> School of Talking Like an Idiot.
1: If a joke is close,
2: fucking
0: change that shit. <laughs> so the <laughs> everyone survives they go back to the Rebel base. well banks, everyone, everyone is a except big number R2-D2 who yeah. was straight up executed by his former master Darth Vader and, and shot in the face every single Rebel
1: pilot except for Luke and Wedge dies yeah. Luke, <laughs> well. Wedge and A-Y-Wing yeah A-Gold oh, a- probably like oh, Gold oh yeah that's eight. right yeah. that's right A-Y yeah
0: uh, so they get back and they all celebrate forgetting the fact that thousands just died Um, and they have a big old medal ceremony, uh, and there's, like, this awesome John Williams fanfare, and Luke gets a medal, and he's got a sweet little mustard yellow jacket, and uh, Han Solo gets a medal, and he just washed his clothes. Yeah, Uh, He just buttoned up
2: all of his shirt buttons. That's his idea of dressing up nice. Isn't it all of ours? (laughs) Chewbacca, uh,
0: left out of the medal ceremony, too modest, did not want to be, uh, didn't want to show everyone. It's, it's
2: considered gauche for a Wookiee <laughs> to accept a medal accommodation <laughs> yeah, in yeah. front of a lot.
0: In the in the comic
2: books, which are now canon from Marvel Comics, uh, it is uh, shown that after the ceremony, he gets a private medal session, which sounds fucking metal as shit. Yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. Like an Aussie just wipes him and yeah. gives
0: him a special medal tribute. Dennett! 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 Ay Private metal ceremony. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? That's, That's
2: everyone's right? new yeah.
0: ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> it's five dollars. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. Send
2: all your money to BuyCountsAndBeers <laughs> at gmail.com Send you a ringtone
0: So uh, that is the end of Star Wars yeah. Blue credits roll through space And that's the end of the movie And now ladies and gentlemen It is time to get down to some Bullet points pew, pew. Bullet points And we are back with our very first Bullet point Body count! Body counts. John, what's your body count? Uh, it's gotta be in the trillions,
2: because we see not only a planet explode, but also a moon sized battle station. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm gonna say one trillion. Patrick! Body count. Classic Prices Right rules. <laughs> one trillion and one.
0: <laughs> now again, we're going with confirmed body counts that are seen on screen. <laughs> this is taken from the All Out of Bubblegum website. <laughs> hang, on, hang on, hang
2: on, this is important. Are Jawas people? <laughs>
0: they are uh, a trillion and four. <laughs> 151. <laughs> That's the confirmed, That's kill, the confirmed count, kill count. Because that does not count the Death Star or uh, Alderaan blowing up. Obi-Wan specifically says millions <laughs> of voices yeah.
2: cried
1: out in terror. Yeah. Uh, Not confirmed. Not confirmed. That's just force field. They
2: could have been out on those like fucking asteroid rocks after the planet exploded. Just like that, like that episode of Futurama where the planet explodes, but there's like five animals left on the like weird floating asteroid.
0: (laughs) Uh, so yeah, the uh, you know the body counts for these big time uh, space movies never work out. Uh, whenever a whole
2: planet explodes. Uh, just for the audience, as he was saying that, he was playing with his scarf. It's you know, cold in a way that, like a southern lawyer. Now nah, these big fancy city
0: movies, <laughs> these Philadelphia action films. <laughs> Let me explain to you why we should be talking about evolution in the classroom. <laughs> Uh, guys, my uncle died. He gave me this will.
2: I've just inherited the wind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Looks on. like it's easy street for me, you guys. <laughs> Let's get all the boats and send
0: them to the four corners. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to our next bullet point, best kill. Best kill. Patrick, best kill.
1: I like the, I guess it's technically a foreshadowing, but it's in a forkful, so I guess it's a callback now. But where uh, Obi-Wan cuts off that guy's arms, he sort of does it very similarly to the way that uh, uh, Anakin cuts off Dooku's arms. It's a big sweep up, and then he cuts off the hands. Yeah? So I guess we're counting arms as death? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm assuming that guy died.
0: I... He kind of just lays That on guy the has a name, and it's Wal- Walrus McVagina Chin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My assumption was that those guys died. <laughs> His That's friend I felt died of,
0: uh, like, fucking the
2: vapor. Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh, my dear, you've lost your
0: arm. <laughs> oh, can somebody please give me some sweet tea? No? Oh, mercy me. Dead, dead, Yeah, This is a great day. He fanned himself to death. <laughs> oh, Tennessee Williams is the best. Uh,
2: John, best kill. Uh, my best kill is going to be Grand Moffed. Tarkin, he died the way he lived, sinisterly stroking his chin, (laughs) staring off into the middle distance, because the movie cuts from torpedoes in, uh, to Grand Moff Tarkin stroking his chin to goddamn explosion. Blew it up. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he's... It's almost like, uh, Luke
0: Skywalker is personally killing Grand Moff Tarkin. (laughs) Like, like those two proton torpedoes went through the exhaust port, down through the chute, took a turn in the mess hall, <laughs> popped, searched the restrooms, then finally found Targan in the bridge and was like, there that guy is. And he was like, well,
2: well played, do. Torpedoes, <laughs> well played. But
0: his unflappable British stoicism and stiff upper lip uh, allow him to refuse defeat uh, out loud, but inside he is exploded by torpedoes. Yeah.
2: And outside too, he is exploded <laughs> by torpedoes. Really, all around. And it's
0: awesome. <laughs> Mark, best kill. Uh, my best kill, I'm giving it to the R4 <laughs> astromech <droid laughs> who kills himself. <laughs> He's clearly had a life of servitude Flying starships across the galaxy Who knows who he served before this He's probably seen some shit And he doesn't want to deal with it anymore And he's now he's stuck on this dry planet Sands getting into all of his crevices And hard drives And rams and stuff And he's just like His I've had
2: ports are just caked with
3: dust yeah.
0: USBs, fire wires uh, <laughs> Thunderbolt hookups They're all just caked with mud and crust, and he's just there's not enough moisture to keep him going, and he's like, you know what, I've had enough, and just blows his own head off. Yeah. But you know awesome. you
2: know what's double horrifying about that is you know the Jawas retrieved
1: him, repaired him, and <laughs> he <laughs>
2: is back to life. He is incapable of escaping <laughs> yeah. to the sweet
1: embrace <laughs> of oblivion. R4 stuck in Groundhog Day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh now moving on to our next bullet point. Best Weapon. Best Weapon. Mark, Best Weapon. Death Star! (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Ah! Ah! I cheated. Of course it's the Death Star. It is a giant moon-shaped spaceship that can travel through hyperspace and uh, completely destroy full planets. It's awesome. Plus, it has my favorite sound effect in all movie history. Boom! (laughs) <laughs>
1: it is real good. Yeah, it does blow up planets.
0: It's pretty amazing. Plus, it's got its own garbage chute with a garbage monster. <laughs> it's got elevators, super fucking metal corridors that are like wet and look like they should be in like System of a Down videos. Yeah, right? Oh, it's real dope. I love me some Death Star.
1: <laughs> Patrick, best weapon. I'm definitely going with Han Solo's blaster, sheerly because of the wrist action required to fire it. <laughs> It's like a whip. I can't imagine if you just held it and shot it. I don't even know if it would shoot.
0: The whole reason for that blaster's existence is to one day set up the purpose of the movie Wanted. <laughs> for a curving of bullets, because you whip the guns around. You gotta whip them around. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Truly, we have done God's work this day. I'm John,
0: and I don't like your Mark Millar references. <laughs>
2: Mark Millar, uh, I I really like other people adapting his work, but he is like an angry six-year-old who doesn't fully understand sex.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's terrifying.
2: Like, it is up to uh, Matthew Vaughn to take his garbage ramblings of a lunatic with a repressed libido and say, like... Yeah, what if we cut out all the stuff that's blatantly awful made a good thing out of this?
0: <laughs> and then Mark Millar just, like, leans back on a pile of paychecks and is like, Well, all right, I guess. That's how I assume Mark Millar son. Ah, uh, he's Scottish. But you're almost Well, there. all right, I guess. Just make sure to keep the butthole joke at the end of Kingsman and we'll be fine. <laughs> that's right, welcome to the body Council and Accent school. <laughs> That's how you learn to speak Scottish, like me, Scotty Scots. What I love is there's already a character called Scotty who yeah. is Scottish. Uh, I am his non-union equivalent,
3: <laughs>
2: Welshie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, factionalism. <laughs> John,
2: best weapon. Uh, well, both of you buttholes took mine. I was actually <laughs> looking up the model of DL-44 that Han Solo uses in this movie. Well, Based on a German handgun. But yeah, uh, yeah based they on they also whipped their bullets. What what I love is I've actually been looking into this because I want to make one of the props. It's a German Mauser with the barrel cut off and the attachment of the point of a uh, like English fire hydrant just grafted <laughs> onto it. Because ILM was just I don't know. We got all this garbage. Let's just glue <laughs> it together until it looks okay. Yeah.
0: Hey, look at this piece of a camera lightsaber done.
2: Look at this sink, uh, like, weird drainage system and this old M1 grenade. Glue them together. It's another different lightsaber. We're doing great.
0: Look at that half-eaten cheeseburger. Millennium Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) But John, seriously, best weapon.
2: Uh, Give me a second, because I don't remember what other weapons there are. I want to say lightsaber, but I'm sure we've used that already.
1: Also, Luke had that really, really long musket at the beginning, too. Yeah. Oh, you, you, know you didn't what? like it. Uh, you didn't like it, did you? You were like muskets or shit. You know shit. what? Uh,
2: gaffy stick.
1: Yeah, the, the, the Tuscan Raider stick Gaffy, gaffy stick awesome.
2: Because in a world of blasters and laser swords and planet destroying battle stations, what you really want is a stick no bigger than the length of your arms yeah. to kind of raise above your head in triumph every
0: time you I don't know spook a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely makes sense. Plus, they got that weird, like, because it's like a stick, and at the end, it's like a club head. Yeah, it's got with a little spike head. on it. It yeah. looks like a scorpion tail. It looks
2: dangerous if you're incapable of taking a single step backwards out of its My <laughs> <laughs> favorite weapon, I guess it's the only
0: other weapon I <laughs> can think of in this movie. Should have gone with proton torpedoes, bro. Moving Ooh, on. Oh, no. Finally, last bullet point is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John, is this an action movie?
2: Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, watching this so close to the prequels has highlighted how much of this movie is actually just people sitting around talking about the plot. Uh, the major key difference that makes this much more entertaining than the prequels is I actually care about the plot and the characters talking. Yeah. Maybe this is just pangs of the fact that I saw this when I was like 10 years old and was an idiot kid. So I have a lot of affection for the parts of this movie that are dumb as opposed to seeing the prequels as like closer to a young adult where the flaws were a lot more obvious and glaring and there was no nostalgia of growing up to kind of like gloss over those. But I think still it holds up incredibly well and uh, while the action scenes, uh, there's definitely a lot of air between them, I think are still just incredibly fun to watch.
0: Patrick, is this an action movie? I'm going to go with, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with
1: yes. Yeah, it is. Because the two fights, there's one big fight in the beginning and there's the one big fight at the end. And they're both totally worth it. And even the old man lightsaber PGA Senior Tour fight is pretty awesome. <laughs> like, I totally dig that one. That's fine. There's yeah, they're, a lot of... they're
2: they're like lightsabering for
1: charity at that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> and,
0: and I'll say, <clears throat> for Vader's kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Born without the tops of their heads.
0: (laughs) Um, Help me, Darth Vader, buy helmets for children without (laughs) tops on their heads. That's the name of the disease. <laughs> Did you know that every other day
2: I slice the top of a child's head <laughs> yeah, off? Right. Those children need helmets
0: too. For less than the cost of a cup of Bantha milk, you too can provide <laughs> helmets to the children whose tops of their heads I've cut off.
2: <laughs> but what? <laughs> I meant to give them a haircut. <laughs> But misjudged the difference because
1: I have red robot eyes yeah. and robot arms. Now they're a bunch of Rayliotas from Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, but I, the, the action that they have that the prequels don't is all that acting that happens. Alec Guinness can act, Mark Hamill can act, Carrie Fisher can act. Hell, even Chewbacca can act, and that's like five more actors than you and McGregor. <laughs>
0: Oh, Mark, is this an action movie? Uh, It is, and I I was almost leaning towards saying no uh, and saying it was more of an adventure movie uh, because the action scenes are so few and far between Um, because you've got the little chase and the shootout at the beginning and then there's just kind of like a flash here and there. A lightsaber cuts an arm off, a couple blaster exchanges, but the attack on the Death Star Trench uh, is amazing and it's like the first kind of like super dope dogfight that we've had in movies uh, in space. And this, I will say this, it is one of the things that is best improved by the special editions uh, additions that George Lucas did. Uh, redoing some of the spaceships in, in CG and allowing them to do more complicated maneuvers and to get closer and do more uh, dogfight stuff. It really ramps up the action. So yes, this is definitely an action movie. Guys, it's time for final reviews. Patrick, final review of Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. I never liked Alderaan, and I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> John! <laughs> oh, oh, Trump's America. John, uh, final review <sighs> of Star Wars Episode 4, A New
2: Hope. I give it two wistful binary sunsets out of two.
0: Aww. Aww. That's very cute. Aww. Mark, final review of Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. Hope, I give this one opening crawl out of one.
1: Opening crawl,
0: yeah, that's yeah. that was implied. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that you corrected him by just repeating the thing he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, it's a perfect score, one out of one. That's one hundred. Uh, I think you mean to say it's a perfect score, one hundred percent. That's, yeah. Yeah. One out of one is 100%. Uh, I think you mean one out of one yeah. is a perfect
1: score? John's right on this, actually. That's...
2: <laughs> Guys, I'm... we are now trapped in a hell of our own making. <laughs> we need to get out of this podcast before we all succumb to the madness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Macho the man mortal. is back! You can't keep me out! For Buddy Counts and Beer, I'm Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> I'm Mark Rosenthal. <laughs> I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm
2: Apology Amadi. I'm going to say goodbye <laughs> for John Rooney, because he no can think anymore of Star Wars names. <laughs> uh, Mom's a
0: spaghetti. And we'll see you next time. Good day. Buddy Counts and Beer is Patrick, Gold Leader Bromley, John, Red Leader Rooney, and Mark Porkins, Rosenblum. Please subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.